0: Guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello Oxford Holy Club. Welcome to the show and glad that you're with us. Episode 113. Tonight I'm joined by Lucas Candy and Andrew Beckwith. Hey guys, how are you? Excited to be here. Oh, uh, I'm glad that it's good to be here, Andrew. And Lucas, it's nice (laughs) to see you as well. Feels Mm -hmm. like we just did this, guys. It's amazing that a week has come and gone yet again. But here we are at it. We just love it. Love it. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. right now, wherever I am, I've got my feet kicked up. I'm relaxing and just enjoying vacation. That's right, Mm -hmm. folks. Just so that you know, this is a pre-recorded episode uh, we just—we actually just wrapped episode 109. Took a five-minute break, sat through that five-minute timer, and now here we are, guys. What do you think you're doing right now in the future? Well, I—well, I am well, just going to say, you know, I'm sure that you're
1: super relaxed because there's nothing more relaxing than vacationing with your family. It's a truly relaxing uh, adventure. I, um, <laughs> but right now, and in, in two weeks, I might actually be on Prince Edward's Island. Possibly, I'm trying it's to remember what the time. Did <laughs> you just say Prince,
0: Prince Edward's, Edwards island. island? Yeah, his island. Well, I, I don't Prince th- Edward's Island. I don't. I don't think Eddie still owns it, but that's <laughs> why well, well, we, we call it that. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, folks, before we get into the rest of the episode and discuss the finer things of island names, um, want to remind you that you can go over to oxfordholyclub.com to find out all about the show. If you know someone that you'd like to maybe, uh, share the show with, then you can send them to our website. And from there they can, they can go to Facebook and the YouTubes and everywhere that we are on the social medias and all that kind of stuff. Um, And if they want to browse merch, all that they can do. The biggest thing that you could do to help us, and I I really mean this, and I know you hear it every week, but if you could, it would be to click the share button on this Facebook post and not make a watch party, but actually just click the share and and share it on your Facebook uh, wall. The reason for that is then your friends uh, would be able to see it. And maybe somebody that you know might enjoy it. Maybe you, you never know. Uh, it's amazing to see the different people that we get watching. And uh, and so if you could, you know, partner with us uh, to speak. They'll definitely have an opinion about it one way or the other. Yeah. You know what? There you go. Um, yeah. If all of a sudden they don't seem to be your friend anymore on Facebook, you, you're you welcome. They weren't really your friend to begin with. If they That's don't right, like us, shallow. if they don't like us, who cares? Anyway, guys, uh, even though we're, we're – is, is the term prognosticating, is that when you're looking into the future?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: I think so. Uh, so let's prognosticate or perhaps we can just share some uh, general catching ups of things. So, uh, guys, we are going to do a little bit of catching up. So, how have you been? It's been a week or some. What's been going on? Andrew, let's start with you. Okay.
2: So – I don't remember when I told this the story of selling my video games. It could have been last week. It could have been weeks before. But, anyways, <laughs> I sold a bunch of my video games online. Like I shipped them to a video game company store. Oh. Anyways, they arrived. Hey. And uh I am I am pleased to report that I was uh paid. Uh, nice. <laughs> It actually, it actually took me, like, a couple days where, like, they had gotten the stuff. And I'm like, hey, uh, guys. <laughs> oh, hey. no. And uh, I wasn't, like, I knew I would get paid. But I was still, like, I wanted it, like, the games entered their store. And then they were like, boop, 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 here's your money. And that didn't happen. Huh. Uh, but really frustrating. I'm pretty sure Customs opened the box and uh, did not pack it the way that I packed it, and like oh. stuff got crushed and like oh, wrecked man. and yeah, like they they actually took like like probably at least a hundred dollars of value off some stuff. Um,
0: but and which, did, brutal. so if if you don't mind me asking, did the game company pay you the agreed upon price
2: or did they take
0: off a hundred
2: dollars? No, they paid me what they agreed upon. Like he wasn't super upset over it or anything. I was probably more upset. Um, because a lot of that stuff was, like, stuff that I literally bought and, like, had on my shelf. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, mint. Right. And then I packed everything, like, really well. Like, I, like I used ridiculous amount of bubble wrap. And, like, <laughs> like I had put, like, I'm getting really into details of this package, but I had put, like, all of the player's guides on the bottom because they're heavy. Yep. And um. when he opened up, up the box there was players guides on top of everything oh yeah they completely emptied that box yeah they must have or did he open the box up upside down no no like it was it was obviously like Like, gone through is there
1: still a market for
2: players guides in the world where the internet exists you get that they're not not crazy valuable but like i i offered them the ones i knew that were um, decent, like the Zelda one. I was gonna say you had like the that. Zelda one. I remember. Yeah. So I, I still have like I have ones that you bought me at Walmart for like twenty cents, Lucas. <laughs> like Alan Wake. Yeah. Like I still have those because oh, yeah. what am I gonna do with them? Nobody wants them, right? But, <laughs> also, you feel released to throw those out if you don't <laughs> want <them> anymore.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so I am happy that the package arrived. I'm, I'm disappointed it got wrecked because yeah. if you're gonna open it put it back the way you it, it took it out like come on
0: customs yeah absolutely there you go well lucas how about you what's been going on
1: that's a great question um oh, thank let's you. see here so i start i started playing, i started playing a chess with gideon because melissa's parents bought me this really nice kind of like decorative uh chess set like i think it was when we were dating and it was like you know, it's got like the extra boards and it's like a nice like cherry. And mm-hmm. and at first we were like moving around and I didn't really have a nice place to like display it. So I didn't bother. Oh, I'm, like, I'm going to open it. I know what it is. Um, <laughs> and then we had kids and I didn't want to have it anywhere near them. And right. they were like small. They would eat them all. So Gideon mentioned something about chess not that long ago. And I said, oh, I actually have a super nice chess thing that's been in a box for at least a decade. Uh, Let's pop it open. (laughs) So we popped it open and it's all there and great and whatever. So we started playing chess and it's awesome. And except my problem is like, he's getting better faster than I'd like. Like, I think he'll be able to beat me by the end of the summer.
0: That's like,
1: it's like, it is. (laughs) It's like some kind of a learning robot. Like he just, every time it's like 20% better, 20% better.
2: Uh, But it's, but you know, he's going to beat you that you just stop playing. You stop playing. It's like, you're always can, too busy with chess. On top. Or, or introduce yeah, that three-level chess. chess. Get that three-level
1: chess from Star <laughs> Trek. Right. Then he won't be able to handle it. Yeah. Uh, bad spatial IQ. Uh, so, so that's been really good. And actually, today, it was really cute. He he was like, he wanted to play, So, but I had already played with him. I told him I'd play him at least once a day for the rest of the summer. Um, and two days in, I'm 100%, batting 1,000. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> So anyway, he taught he taught Ruthie, who just turned four, how to play checkers, and he taught Esther, who just who's going to turn six here shortly, going to turn seven here shortly. Oopsie, uh, how to play Thanks, chess. Thanks, Melissa. So wherever she so, is, so that could that could be fun. Uh, yeah. So that's been kind of a cool cool thing. And then the other thing has been um, so I have this problem where. Every year or so, I'm like, I should buy a nice Bible because I have several Bibles. Like anybody who's been in Christianity for, you know, any straight length of time, I have a, I have an embarrassment of Bibles. Um, but they are like, I have a nice like study Bible, but it's like a soft cover one that I was given like when I graduated and I've got some nice leather ones, but they're not commentary ones. And I said, I want one nice leather Bible, like the one you see the old guys have. Except every time I go to do it, I just get struck with analysis paralysis because I'm like, well, do I want a side-by-side one or do I want a really nice study one or do I want what kind of binding? And like, I'm because in my head, I'm like, you're going to have it until you die. And yeah. So like, like, do I want cow hide or sheep's hide or like whatever, you know?
2: Well, what's so your I'm, budge for this Bible?
1: <laughs> well, I theoretically, I'm like, listen, if I'm going to have it forever. Then I don't mind if I drop, you know, some serious money on talking it. talking
0: fountain pen money? Whoa.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and probably. You, like, and you need a
0: Bible that has the paper that can handle the fountain pen and not bleed through.
1: Uh, no, there's no Bible. I don't think they make them that thick. <laughs> so I'll just have to use the Papyrus whatever. Bibles. Uh, <laughs> papyrus, that's right. So, But every year I do it and I'll, and I'll really look into it. And then I'll chicken out. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to buy the wrong one. Because, and I have, a, I have like I said, I have an embarrassment of Bibles. I have tons of Bibles. So I, and then I'm not sure. Because I've seen, I, I think I'm down to... Uh, Either getting a nice study Bible, like a big fat one, although I'd also like a small Bible. And I don't – I've never seen a small study Bible because I don't think that's possible without burning out your eyes. Um, And then I've also seen those side-by-side. I'd love to get an NIV message like side-by-side. Those are really cool. So I don't know. If you guys want to send me a message as to your recommendations. And also, I've been rocking NIV forever, but I feel like that's kind of out of vogue now. So I don't want people judging me for the wrong translation. So – I don't know. I just got to put some more th- I guess I got to put a couple more years into it and then I'll figure it out. I'll get one by the time I retire. My recommendation uh,
0: is simple. It's biblegateway.com. There you go.
1: I oh, I've been all over that site. No yeah. oh, boys have I ever. Yeah. Um, but I think I actually might I might chop local. Um, I, at the start of COVID, I was like, "No, I'm going to order a sweet one."
0: Yep. And I yeah, again, you, you I find, put a bunch of time into it and then did You do find it. your local so, your local sheep? uh herdsman and claim, claim <laughs> pick one out of the, the one I want pick his out the skin one, for the, the, the spotless one and um and that's gonna be <laughs> spotless one that's gonna be now you one. guys do you guys have
1: a daily driver or do you have several that you use for different things? Do you have a have well-worn like,
2: tome? I have like one that I bought when I when I got to, uh, when I moved back to St. John and I wanted like I, I, a pastor's I read NLT. Bible. I read read NLT a lot and so I didn't have like a small portable NLT one. So that's like my go-to now.
1: Uh, what kind of uh, animal uh, hide is that, Brad?
2: Uh, that's just uh, some leather, oh,
0: just, just leather from cow, cow, cow. Okay. But for me, like sore. something that I've really enjoyed and I've held on. So uh, this Bible, I've had this Bible for a long time and it, I've actually had it in tropical storms where it's been, it's got wet and that's cool. Yeah. And like I've, weathered. I've, I've, I've th- like this, I'm not trying to, I don't know. I've been in situations where this Bible has traveled with me in dangerous situations of, sh- of sharing faith. And, um, and I could tell those stories another time, but you, know, something that I've been doing in my Bible for a while is when somebody says something super profound that really resonates with me, I write it on the Bible and date it and where it was and all that. And so I've, I, like that. I keep that on my Bible and, I, and it's right at the front. And so, and like, I keep, you know, I keep little things like pastory things, uh, like for gravesides and stuff and pictures of family and and uh, intersperse my Bible with some different sermons and stuff like that because you just never know where you might be and you need to pull a sermon out
1: and I forgot yeah that's like a very much like a working tool for you like you know for like sermons and for like like you said graveside and stuff and yeah and Andrew I'm sorry I just realized I got distracted by him flashing his Bible and I cut you right off so you're breaking in a new Bible then you're only a oh, year I'm two sorry. into this new Bible are you?
2: Well, it's like two years, but I wanted to get one that was like small-ish that I could like, you know, preach out of like bring on stage and things Mm. like that. Because so mine's it's like a basic Bible. It's, you know, it's it's Mm -hmm. just got the the words, the important stuff.
1: But Mm -hmm. uh, Uh, does it have red letters?
2: It does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's- <laughs> I always think it's funny when they advertise it as like a big selling feature with red letters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I remember a message. I forget the gentleman that's, that preached it. I can remember what he looks like. But uh, he said <laughs> that when he dies, what he wants to be known for is having an empty closet and a tattered Bible. Yeah, the, like that. the point was no skeletons in the closet and a Bible that is worn. Mm -hmm. And that's always stuck with me. Not that I want to just keep a, when I say junker, I like, I I need a functioning, well, I need a Bible. I need a functioning Brad's got like some
2: sandpaper every once in a while, he takes it out.
0: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah, So that's my, that's, this is my daily driver and, uh, and what I use to preach from and, and do study from. And I've got, you know, I've got, um, oh, I forget what they're called now. Commentaries. Thank you. Commentaries and different things like that. I can pull from if I need to, and also Bible Gateway is a great tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, for me, it has it has been um, with the whole COVID stuff happening. Something that's really been bothering me, and I'm not going to preach a message here, but I have my Bible in case I need to. (laughs) But you could. But I could is uh, is one of the things that we've found, like we've been doing pre-recorded stuff. Well, we've been doing live stuff, uh, a live podcast with the church, but our worship has been pre-recorded. And even that has just been um, Pastor Rianne comes in, plays piano and sings. I take that in, into here into my office. And then I overdub, right? Like I put other instruments on top. But now that we can have people back in the space, I've been starting to bring the worship team back in, just a small group, and recording with them, uh, getting them going again, and 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 all that. And the biggest thing, and we're gonna—it's actually the scripture we're gonna look at later. The thing that that motivated that was it's fun to play music with them, but mm-hmm. like how many people have been given the gift of music and the ability, and are just right now because of COVID not able to use it, and they're sitting on their hands and and you know like anyway. Um, but so we, the first time we brought them in to record, we had the camera ready, we had everything set, good to go. I put waters on their stands. I had the music ready for them. Everything was ready. I, I prepped the sound guy. He was good to go. I mean, he knows, he knows his craft well. Uh, so shout out to Richard, McCur- Richard McKay, uh, guy just knows what he's doing. And, um, and all the musicians, fantastic musicians I was working with. I feel like a politician right now, but buttering them up for the drop. Mm-hmm. But, um, so Everything's ready. We, we ran through a song just to kind of get some cohesion and, and get used to one another again. It was go time. Sound guy, uh, Richard, hits the camera, record. Uh, we get going. Uh, Brad, there's no SD card in this. It's, it's not recording. Oh, no. It's not recording. Stopped and I said, it's all good. It has it has internal memory, so we'll switch it over to the internal memory. I was positive when we bought that camera, it said it had internal memory. And so I wasn't concerned. Nope. No internal memory. Went <laughs> guy went through the menus, all this kind of stuff. And so I brought everybody in. I got I set everything out. Everything was picture perfect, ready to go. We were happy, excited. And this little thing right and there. And then and and then it all fell apart because there wasn't an SD card. So I reached out to Andrew after as a cautionary tale because he was thinking about getting the same camera. I don't know if you did, but you affirmed my assertion that uh, that I'm positive it said it had internal memory.
2: Did you like go and look on uh, on the advertisement for it? Mm-hmm. Did I, or are you a- are yeah. you asking?
0: Did you? Uh, we're not talking about that right this minute. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did when I when I before purchasing, I looked. But anyway, uh, so um, we're recording. Actually, uh, it'll be a couple of weeks. We're bringing them back in again. We're gonna try to mix up our musicians and stuff so that everybody gets an opportunity to come in and different sound guys and all that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did that shut everything down? Like you could not scrounge up an SD card in that whole church. Nope. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Not one. I know I've got one kicking around here somewhere, but I couldn't find it. So what we wound up doing was we just scrapped the video. We recorded audio, and I brought it in here, and I've mixed it and mastered it, and I'm about to put put it to lyric videos, like I've done with everything else we've done. But the next we we the next day, I told the pastor, and he's like, "All right, go." He gave me the credit card. He's like, "Go get an SD card," and yeah. uh, and then it turned out that Amazon. We were able to get two fifty six, uh, pretty cheap.
1: I was gonna say they're dirt cheap now, aren't they? Like, well, yeah, was,
0: not dirt. Well, cheap. Well,
1: two fifty six wouldn't be dirt cheap. They're, I, affordable.
0: Yeah. they're affordable. They're affordable. It's it's affordable, and and it's something we're we're getting another piece of tech that's going to allow us to get that camera right into the computer. Had we had that SD card, wouldn't matter. Wouldn't have mattered. But if we're gonna use the camera for other shoots, things like that, then you need an SD card. So got to yeah. get it. Anyway, that's been that's been that bringing the worship team back in and trying to record some live. Worship with them. That's a sublime music, anyway. Mm. All right, Lucas. Uh, this might be the most what? This is the hardest potent ponderable we've ever had. <laughs> so why don't we toss to you now, Lucas? And
1: all right, so potent ponderables where I throw out a silly question and we answer. It's a pretty simple concept. Uh, I had a thought today. Um, where I was just thinking about, like, what's the silly skill or thing that we're proud of, that we really shouldn't be proud of? So my actual question is, what is the dumbest thing you are actually proud of? And it could be a high score in a game. It could be whatever. Um, and oh, for I me, I was thinking about, and it's not, for the record, it's not the thing I'm most proud of by far, but it's just the dumbest thing I'm a little bit proud of. And it was back when I was in, like, grade, I don't know, 9 or 10. I wasn't very old. And I was starting to go to camp and anyway, and there's lots of girls there that like, you know, that I was, you know, that were there and that was very exciting for me as a grade nine or 10 boy. <laughs> there it is. Anyway, there was one, there was one girl in particular. I, <laughs> I, you know, took a shine to, and I told a joke that made her laugh so hard. She squirt milk out of her nose. And I just remember being so proud of that. Like, that for some reason I was like walking on air all night. I was like, she thinks I am hilarious because <laughs> I'm anyway. And every now and then as an adult, I will think about that and go like, Haha, that was funny. Uh, and anyway, but that's just something I did very stupid that I'm quite proud of okay. uh, even today. And, and anybody I've ever, I've done that a couple more times uh, and it has definitely made my day when I do it. So mm. how about you guys? Any stupid things you guys are proud of? Uh, Andrew, you want to go
2: first? Sure, uh, I really struggled with this. I'm sure there's things in my life that uh, are that I've done are stupid and that I'm <laughs> happy about. So uh, I'm good. I'm going to tell you one. I mean, I don't know if it's like my my favorite story, but I'll make it short. I'm making it long by explaining all this, but I'll make it short. Uh, I spent a lot of my younger summer, younger days working at camp, and that meant that. Uh, you didn't get much time off and you didn't really get to participate in a lot of the things that your friends were doing. And uh, we wanted to go, some of my friends wanted to go to soul fest. Oh yeah. Um, like the, which is like a Christian concert thing in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. And, but we couldn't cause obviously we had to be at camp. So we uh, just like schemed a way to go. We literally left uh camp on a, on a Friday night at like seven o'clock and we drove all night. We got to the, <laughs> To Soulfest at like six in the morning, and we watched the concerts all day long, and then we got back in the car and drove all the way back. Oh my word! And um, it it was quite dangerous, and my mom was very concerned. What camp was but that? It, right, rightfully so. It was uh, It was awesome. It was worth it. Sorry, what camp? <laughs> Wildwood camp. Wild. <Wildwood. laughs> He's looking up the hours. <laughs> to. Uh,
0: that's in New Brunswick. Camp. <laughs> to, I actually to New, New Hampshire. To, to, uh, yeah, New
1: Hampshire. I went to Soul Fest in 2001, and I actually got time off from camp to do it, which was like I remember you going to that. Heard of? And I remember it was so awesome. And I was like, I'm going to do this every year. But I could never get time off camp again. And then it just then I never did. But it was a pretty uh, magical time. Actually, I was talking with a, someone we had on the podcast like a year ago, uh, Justin Connors, who's one of the DJs at oh, yeah. uh, Joy FM. And he, we were talking about like you know early musical influences and stuff. And I said, oh yeah, I even got to go to Soul Fest. He's like, yeah, me too. And anyway, we figured out we were at Soul Fest at the same time, uh, <laughs> and we're talking about all the different bands we saw and all that stuff. So anyway, that was quite the uh, quite the adventure.
0: That wasn't as bad as I thought. That was an eight hour, eight and a half hour trip if you don't stop for the bathroom. Oh,
1: that's not too too bad. No, that's not bad. No, still not, still no. a little bit wild, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how about you, Brad? Tell us something dumb you're proud of. Oh boy. Yeah, I've done a lot of dumb things. What I think is interesting is how all of our dumb things have taken place at camp, which (laughs) which concerns me because we are three. What I'd like to think is well-adjusted young Christian men with families and jobs, and yet not back then. But isn't Mm -hmm. it funny that we camp is such a special thing and a form? Camp is such a formative thing where we did the dumbest things that we're proud of. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, at camp, Big Lake Camp, um, as a young adult, early 20s, I remember being uh, be- being in the dining hall, and somebody else that was there, uh, Katora, showed me how to take an, a long animal balloon. You put a little bit of air in it, and oh, then wow. you dip it in. Yeah, wow. Then you dip it in water, and you put it up into your nose, and you keep taking it up into the nose and then it drops back down and you can flick it out with your tongue and get it out of your mouth and have an animal balloon going, no, eh, no, 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 no. It's a good way to clean things out. Well, you know, yeah. So anyway, so. It, being and so two of our stories were also nostril related. Strange. Anyway, yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, that's something that you don't just do in the first try and, and. Uh, <laughs> Did you throw up trying to do it? Well, oh, no, tell me that. so no, I didn't throw up. It's worse. So, uh go <laughs> on. Well, that, so we're all sitting around and I'm trying and I've got it in the nose and it's going back <laughs> and like it tickles the back of your throat and so it bothered me so <laughs> I ripped it out of my nostril and you can imagine what came with all that. All, <laughs> everything just everywhere out of my yeah. nose. Uh but to this day, every single time I see a child's balloon animal, I always think back to I can do that because I was able to do it. I was able to get it out and you'd have air in the balloon and you'd squeeze the air and it would go whoop in your nose and out your mouth. (laughs) I
1: I struggle with that. I'm going to be honest. Uh, It's the dumbest thing.
0: It's the dumbest thing. But
1: I think it perfectly fits the category of it was dumb, but it's also kind of impressive at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, Um, I'm going to do a quick little bonus one that I just remembered. and I I think I'm going to talk about this. I tell you about the time when I figured out how to, Rob a candy machine using candy from that machine. No, anyway, I I did. There was a machine at AVU, and they had these little hard candies. Is this a confession? That, that you could put it into the the like the quarter slot and twist it, and it would accept it as the thing. And none of the candy was even good. And then I felt bad for oh, like
0: that makes it right like
1: stealing. Let's just call it stealing because that's what it was. But I, I remember th- thinking I was like so, I was like I'm like practically a spy or something because i can get free candy out of this machine uh and then but it cost you
2: candy so you sacrifice no, you candy. you
1: use the last candy to get more of that kind of candy so uh, it can be in theory of infinite loop but i only did it like thrice probably because i just because i was like oh, i'm i'm so, i'm such a rebel uh, how did you I go, even think to try that I don't know. Pro, some, pro, some bad kid probably showed me. Sinful some nature. bad kid probably showed me. Someone was a bad influence on me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I just remember thinking it was funny. Uh, but let's move on from my sinful past and on to something else.
2: Andrew. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, going to jump into our SMORP right now. And uh, what SMORP is, is it stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And basically, we're going to read through a passage of scripture, and then we're going to discuss each of those sections and kind of break down the passage. Really draw so, this. Really draw
0: this out because I accidentally closed ProPresenter, so I'm just waiting for it to load back
2: okay. up. Okay, so it's really great. You know, we'd like to take the time now, and uh, you know. Uh, we have a great discussion about the, the scriptures that we typically uh, read through, and we hope that it's a challenge for you, and, and you, it resonates <laughs> with you, uh, and uh, also, Jesus loves you.
0: All right, we're good.
2: Okay, our scripture for today is 1 Peter 4, 7 to 11, and we're reading from the English Standard Version, Brad's favorite. Thanks. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right. So scripture, what words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does this scripture tell me or you about the nature and work of God? What you got for me, guys? Go ahead, Lucas. Uh, for
1: for me, I think the show hospitality to one another without grumbling um, definitely kind of popped off the page at me. And then the second one would be, uh, "Love covers a multitude of sins."
0: Mm. Uh, I don't have I don't have anything to say about this, but what jumped out at me was um, about being self controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers. I, I actually. After this is done, I want to spend some time trying to figure out, I want to look at that a little bit deeper and see what what's that saying. But the part that jumped out to me specifically with this was, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. And then the other part is that jumped out, the phrase is, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. So those were the two parts for me that jumped out.
2: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, for me, it was verse 10 as well, but uh, um, I'll continue on from what you said there because it, it continues and says, as good stewards of God's varied grace. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, uh, you know, we're stewards of so many things that God trusts us with, and it's important that we honor that. Yes, sir.
1: hmm
2: Okay, so we'll move right into message. Uh, What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Um, Is there? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Showing hospitality, I think, is without grumbling. I think that that you can Mm -hmm. really extrapolate that to almost anything you do for, for God and for Jesus, like, don't like, if you're going to do it and whine about it, just don't do it. Like mm. God doesn't need you to do it. He can get it done without you, but just like, you're allowed to be a part of this. Um, and so that's just a good reminder not to, to gripe about stuff and, and to show and to be welcoming. I know that um, my parents are, are awesome examples of hospitality. Like they've lived, they lived in Nova Scotia for, I think it was 13 years. And for most of the time they lived there, they would just like find some kid going to Acadia and say, Hey, do you want to live at our house for free? Um, mm. And, and mm. it's crazy. And I'll, I'll bump into people like, where do I know them from? It's like, Oh yeah. They live with my parents for six months or, what, or a year <laughs> right. or whatever it was. Right. Um, so I think that's, that's, and they definitely have that gift of hospitality and something I'm looking to kind of, to try to get better at. It's hard with little kids running around to keep a nice beautiful,
0: presentable house, but, uh, that's not really what hospitality is about anyway. Hmm. You could use a personal assistant. Could I ever mm. So, for throwback? Me- Thanks man. That's way back. Episode <laughs> 109. Um, for me, the, what, what I got from this scripture was, was that the Lord has uniquely gifted each one of us. Um, and, and as Andrew, as you mentioned, uh, we're to be good stewards of that. We're to use what he's given us, the gifts that he's given us. We're to use, um, but what I thought was interesting, and I shared it a little bit when I was talking and catching up about the worship team. I read this scripture uh, to the worship team actually, and because it was, each of them has had a gift, and and I wonder how many times we feel that that gift is only to be used on a Sunday morning. Um, that you know, the, my my gift of playing, my gift of singing, I only use Sunday morning or, or whatever, and 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 so I was I was thinking and praying about it and and wondering I wonder how many people just feel like they're not able to use their gifts right now, um, it, you know. Specifically, uh, my focus was in on the musical end of it. Uh, with that, um, as musicians. It, it, there there is a sense of performance sometimes we love we love to play we love to perform we want to do well we want to have fun with it and you know just just going and playing music together is a ton of fun and and it it brings unity and it, and it's a growing experience but when we come together to use our gifts to worship god specifically there's a different focus on what we're doing and and so the reason that for me to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever it it, it, for me, it was a focusing thing to go, okay, I've given you these gifts, but remember, they're not to bring you glory. And they're not so that you can have dominion, Brad. They they are to bring me glory and dominion forever and ever. And and Lucas, kind of to your point, if I decide that the gifts that he's given me, I'm going to use to glorify myself, then he'll find somebody else that will glorify him to do what he wants to do. And, and so I do not want to get in the way. I want to be a part of what he's doing. So for me, the message really is, is about, like Andrew said, being good stewards, using the gifts that we have, but remembering in doing that uh, to give God the glory, that it, it goes to him. Uh, sp- and specifically in the context of what we were doing, which was with the worship team. Hey, we're all back together. We're excited to play. We're going to have a lot of fun, but let's remember why we're doing this and who this is for and who this brings glory to. Do you think there's an extra danger
1: for um, pastors and for worship leaders because they're using their gift for God's glory, but they're doing it up on a stage? And if there's, and there's yes. they're, they're probably, like, showered with praise all the time, yes. you know? Well, if they're any good. <laughs> uh, it's like, an do you think that? Yeah. Th- nice, <laughs> nice call right. back. Is that something that they have to be careful of not to, like, that would be, do you find, like, because you, you have— do both roles? Do you find that it's something you have to catch yourself to, like check your heart, you know, uh, regularly, making sure that it's not going to your head, or how do you find that?
0: Um, well, I'm super humble, so that's not a problem for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm the most humble. I'm the most humble. No, you're you're right, and and the reality is is when you're on a stage and you bec- you're a public speaker or, or whatever, especially if you do well at it, you get a lot of praise, mm-hmm. and that can go right to your head, and you can start feeling full of yourself. So what, what, for me, what I have honestly found has been, has been crucial for me. And I'm not saying that I'm awesome at at all these things, but is having a couple of close friends that will tell me the truth and tell me when I'm in error or when I'm not and keeping a very, keeping the Lord on the throne and not me, Uh making sure that he's Lord, you know, and doing that. I think, but you're right. And we, we, you see it, we see it all over. This is a longer conversation about rock star pastors Mm -hmm. and these worship teams that, you you know, it just, it, and, and all of a sudden there becomes a switch and we've, we've, we've danced around this subject a lot and never really dived in. And we, we, maybe we should sometime, I have an episode just about this, but when it becomes more about me and me getting praise and all that, something has happened. Well, that's sin, uh-huh. um, and and something needs to change there. There needs to be repentance and transformation. Uh, and when uh-huh. there's not, we see the follow of that.
2: Anyway. Big time. Yep. There. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll move on to obedience. Write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you.
1: Uh, for me, I would say just kind of attitude, uh, going back to the whole uh, part about, you know, uh, show hospitality without grumbling. And I'll be honest, some, like when we started going back to church, I was like, I was like, are you excited to go back to church? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess, like, because there's like all these procedures and like mm-hmm. they want you to wear a mask and we couldn't find you in our mask. I mean, it was up to you if you wore a mask or not, but like kind of like it'd be the nice thing to do or whatever. And I was willing to, and I couldn't find one. And then, and I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like the worship is great, and the speaking is great online. And the only other reason, like, there is like the to kind of community. Uh, what's that word? What's the yeah community? What's the word that they overuse in Christianity though? Um, uh, when you're fellowship. just fellowship. Fellowship, yes, fellowship. <laughs> like the fellowship part has been kind of neutered because they're like, don't get too close to people. File out single file, like you know. I was like, so. So I went, but I was, and I wasn't like, I don't want to go back to church, but I was like, I wasn't like stoked for it. And I, and I, and I wasn't grumbling, but I definitely didn't have the right mindset about it. Uh, so anyway, so that's something I need to check my heart.
0: Are you running through the, nevermind. Uh, <laughs> that's something that needs to be practiced though, Lucas, right? Like, yeah. and, and that will take time. So for me, Andrew, uh, the obedience part for me is really summed up, and I need to scroll down here. Is summed up in making sure that that he gets the glory. You know, any anything I put my hand to, anything I go to, making sure that I'm doing it onto the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't don't know how far you want to take that, but I just think there's been some things that I've had to do that I probably didn't want to do, but when you do it onto the Lord, it changes it changes how you approach that. Uh-huh. So for me it's just keeping keeping him in focus in in the things that
2: I do and uh, yeah. Yep. I think for me um it's it's reckon- like in verse 10 there where it says as each has received a gift. I mm. think I need to be more discerning of that when I'm working with individuals. Um, and Ooh. trying to recognize, you know, what their gifts are, you know, that's really this verse good. is saying everyone has gifts. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe people don't know what those gifts are. And, and some days I even question what my gifts are. Um, but you know, we need to help people to recognize what their gifts are and, and mm-hmm. help them to, to use those. Um, so I think just being more discerning about that and intentional, That's really, intentional, that's really,
1: that's
0: really good
1: so often people don't think their strengths are strengths. Like that's just a, a, Mm. and and gifts really, but like, even, even just like a strength, right. People like, Oh, that's easy to do. It's like, no, it's not for most people. Like, that's the thing you don't get. Um, And then saying like, and then even, they might not even know about spiritual gifts and educating them. Like, no, no, this is a gift that you're meant to use Mm -hmm. and, you know, sharpen and get better at and all that sort of thing and and use it, you know, to Brad's point to God's glory. And, and it's, it's always kind of cool when you see someone starting to kind of, thrive in those, in those gifts, uh, at school, I used to do the social media and we've been, uh, working, I'm in the process of handing that off to somebody else. Yeah. And that used to kind of be my baby, but it, it's not really where I'm gifted. I enjoyed doing it. It was fun. It's, I wouldn't really call it a gift though. And the girl that, um, sort of the young woman who we're giving it to is gifted in it. Like she's already way better than I am at it. Mm-hmm. And that, and there's no, like, and I was really pleased that there wasn't any, like, I wasn't like, Oh man, she showed me up. It wasn't. I was just excited that one, I get to lean more on them where I'm gifted, and then she gets to shine where she's gifted. Um, and it'll be
0: really good for the school too. So uh, that's been kind of a But that's how it's supposed thing, that's how it's supposed to be. But too often Yeah, exactly. Too often you get someone that is talented. We 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 get locked into what we do and how we do it. And when someone comes mm-hmm. along that is frankly better at it, more gifted than we are, you yeah. have two choices again to go back to episode 109 about freedom you can either be threatened and offended and then you distance yourself in that relationship or you can bring them in yeah. and like to me that's what the whole body of christ is about all of us working together and and yeah. and letting each you know to andrews point like helping people develop their gifts and find them and figuring out our own and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but too often we like well if they're better than me what's where's my value hmm. yeah that's right. Anyway, there's a little rant for you.
2: <laughs> all right, uh, repentance. Write on any confession that God reveals to you in this passage, and uh, we then we usually lump prayer in there as well. Spend time thinking, um, thanking the Lord for all His blessings. Pray for anything or anyone He lays on your heart.
1: Mm. Um, one little, sorry, one little thing to tack on here. Um, there might be some people listening who are like spiritual gifts. One, what is that? Two, I don't know what mine
0: are. Yeah. Um,
1: are there any great resources you can think of off the top of your head, Brad? That they can go look I check out online.
0: Gonna, I, I was trying to remember what it was called. So I did. I did uh, a different thing. Like obviously, there's different spiritual gifts. You know, like hospitality and, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, like we are uniquely hardwired for certain things, and we have certain personality traits. And there's all kinds of personality. Um, uh, mm-hmm. questionnaires and, and questionnaires and different things like that. Yeah. However, I will say that for me, I've used something called Strength Finders and... 2.0? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Strength Finders 2.0. I have the book and I have... And it, it helped me to identify the hardwired who I am. And the really cool thing was that it showed me what does it look like when you are operating in... So I have like my top five strengths. Mm-hmm. And... And what does it look like for you to be operating in what they call the 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 is it the ceiling, which is basically like when you're on your game, you're using them to, like properly, and you're on top of it. Here, here's what it can look like, and the good that you can do. And here's what it looks like in what they call the basement, where yes, you are gifted in those things, but here's how you're squandering it, and here's how you're doing more damage mm-hmm. with those gifts. So, for instance, I, like I have, uh, my top one was strategic and so here's what being strategic looks like at its peak and here's how you can use that strategic gift, um, to really screw things up. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so it was, it really helped me to, um, to start to understand how I operate and why things come the way they do. And, and, you know, it, it definitely helped me understand myself more. That's for sure. To the point where I was, heavily promoting that for, for like our youth leaders, uh, across mm-hmm. Atlanta, Canada, and, and getting people through that because we don't have these conversations often. People don't know what their gifts are. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. they might think something, and you said it, I had, I had a lady tell me once in the last church we were at, she felt like, um, that she had the gift of hospitality, but felt like that was a lesser gift than others. And she didn't. And, and it was like, Holy smokes. No, you don't realize what you have. Look, yeah. look at, every time Jesus gets with people like Jesus has the gift of hospitality. He gets people around the table, has conversation with them and, and, mm-hmm. and bring like hospitality is
2: huge. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: and so
1: a hospitable person can be the difference between someone coming to a church or not. Right. Like it's that and, the worship is cool. The speeching is great, but like someone who invites you in is a game changer.
0: But you start looking at you, if you let's, so our church here, like we they have been very intentional in getting the leadership through these strength finders things because then you position people into areas of their strengths. So, for instance, mm-hmm. our greeters have the gift of hospitality, which right. which makes perfect sense. But if you don't know, you know, because yeah. like that, those people set the tone for for someone coming in, and you said it anyway. Welcome to our church.
1: Please take off your hat. You know, yeah. like,
0: put <laughs> like on get put those on people the, out of the ushing ushing jobs. Put
1: on this mask. Uh, uh, one, I'll, I'll throw another one out uh, too. It's a free website. I use it with my students all the time. It's really good. Um, and it's a Myers-Briggs one and it's yep. uh, called 16personalities.com. And it's it's amazing. Like it, it's it takes like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to do the questionnaire, but then you get like pages and pages. There's like a paid version too, but like they give you tons for free and it talks about like, here's your person, here's what you would be suited to in your relationships, in your like friendships, in your job, like here's the kind of jobs that will suit you well, suit you poorly. Now those aren't going to spiritual gifts, but understanding yourself will help you track those ones down. And a great way too is just get a list of the spiritual gifts and talk about them with another Christian and say, what do you think I have? Often we're blind to our own stuff sometimes. So it seems like, Oh yeah, you're hospitality for sure. Or you're a, Whatever, right? And that can be a great one. It's a great conversation to have with someone too.
0: Not sure how to word this, so I'll just say bluntly: don't hide behind fake humility. If you if you really want to have the conversation, then have it, and and don't pretend to be someone you're not.
1: Mm -hmm. There, love it.
0: Uh, All right, gentlemen. Let's uh how do you guys want to pivot here? If if I had to choose, if, do we feel like we need to choose right now? We've been going for 50 minutes. Maybe we choose. S- we slice it a little thinner this week. yeah. All right, let's slice a, one. let's slice it a little thin. We're going to skip the tiebreaker because I'm really interested to see what Lucas is going to do with the one-on. <laughs> oh, I was a little quick on the draw <laughs> with that stinger. Let me try it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh no. The one off,
1: very good. All right, so the one off's just it that's what it is. So, we had an idea for a quick one off uh, activity. This is actually a sequel to a one off, which I guess makes it not a one off. But, um, a few weeks ago, uh, we had a potent ponderable where it was what are some like weird churchy things that we say. And I wasn't here for that episode, um, but I listened to it after the fact, and it it was it was it was. fun to listen to there's some awesome points it's another one of those ones where i listen to it and i'm like ah why wasn't i there i have so many good points to make <laughs> um I, lo- I love to not it up so anyway it's funny because we did that one a couple weeks ago and the people at relevant magazine the christian uh, hipsters of choice uh also did a uh a, an article today Copycat. 10 church phrases that really need to go away um and so i'm going to le- read through them real quick and we can uh, talk about them or not and you can tell me if you did them or not cuz i don't remember and you maybe you might not either and the first one i didn't get at first and it was god jest and what they mean is people keep using the word jest in their prayers so they said father oh. we just pray that you would just be with him and oh, just help him me. and just oh really <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's when you're thinking you need a, a filler word or whatever um, or
2: god is my filler word a lot of times oh yeah
1: God, yeah, it's a good that's a good filler. I, be, um, it's funny when people you'll when you know them well enough, you'll know their kind of prayer patterns,
0: right? Hundred yeah. percent. Which because and because of that, I'm very cognizant of trying to throw everybody every time. <laughs> so I I try to I not keep it the same, but I I have I know people that use like Andrew just said, dear Heavenly Father, we just pray, Father Lord, that dear Lord and just I pray this hedge of protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly
1: uh next number nine is did you guys talk about i have an unspoken prayer request
0: <laughs> those are dangerous because everyone assumes hey listen just an unspoken prayer request okay i what, got something juicy but you're not going to find out yeah, what it yeah. is what's wrong what's wrong with you <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah i hate, unspoken I hate it means s- everything's wrong with you
1: every- yeah and, and i think there can't be a more like can, how do you explain that someone's like what's an unspoken prayer request oh it's a prayer request people don't want to say what it is so why don't they just don't tell, do they have to say it out loud? No, they do not. <laughs> they just want you to know.
0: They just want you to know that they're not going to tell you what their prayer request is. Now you take it That's to the right. prayer group and tell them they are not worthy of knowing, just like you aren't. But now yeah. let's all pray means, for this.
1: It means there's going to be a lot of people talking to them after the service, trying yeah. to figure out yeah.
0: what it is. Listen, what,
1: what's that about? Uh, number eight, you got yourself a hedge of protection. I think you guys covered that one.
0: Uh, yeah, a hedge of protection. Uh, uh, is. You have to forgive me. Is that in the Bible? Um, I was going to say, I've never heard it in the wild. I've heard it made
1: fun of, but I've never heard someone actually prayer pray for a hedge of protection. Uh, uh,
0: let's see. What does the Bible say about the hedge of protection? I hate that I did a Google search. Oh, <laughs> Job. Yeah. Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every uh, side? Okay. But I mean, that could be a literal hedge, people. Come on. It could be. A li- probably
1: <laughs> nestles and thorns. Yeah. Uh, next, another one here. I'm on the fence about this one do life together. Uh, they say oh. that it sounds like a jail term, <laughs> so which I can see that. What are your thoughts? On it is overused.
0: It is overused.
1: <clears throat> I love the concept of it, but it has been beaten to death as far as I don't, the use of it. I yes.
0: don't feel like I've heard that one a whole lot. I've heard it, but not to the point of, uh, <clears throat> you know, to be nauseous over it. Not yet. Okay. Say it again. I, I,
1: uh, Let's really do life together, you know.
0: Oh, no, I don't like that's it. That's
1: probably how that like Feels. Now I'm saying it in the worst it possible way. Feels real well, gross. That's the only way to say it. That's the only <laughs> way to say it. Come on, man! You know we really just do life together.
0: No, not a, no. not a fan. Not a fan.
1: Gonna pass on it. All right. Plugged in, lean in, <laughs> press in.
0: Oh, go away! I hate, <laughs> I hate all of those.
2: Speaking I, like, of filler, filler words. I remember a guy praying and. Using "press in" as his filler word, <laughs> like Did I just press and in, it,
1: and I pray they will press in.
2: Yeah, and that was years ago, or and just,
0: I still remember because he used it so much. Let's let's take that to the next level. We pray you just press in. <laughs> press in, yes, yeah.
1: No, I Lean can't. In again, the I, concept's not bad, but the word has been way overused. Okay, tell me what it means. Press in just means like I'm really going to lean in. Oh, with the see, words.
0: see, see, you can't define them without using the other ones, and that's the problem. No one knows. You you tell us someone that doesn't know anything about that. Hey, just lean into Jesus. What? What do you mean? How? Put your weight upon it. Right. Just press into
1: it.
0: Press I, in. Just press
1: it, in, Brad. Just press in, Brad. Come on. I get. Just lean in. I understand. If you the, can't press in, just lean in. Why don't you plug in a little bit? I understand the impulse, <laughs> but it is. It is dumb It's hollow Hollow verbiage
0: It is hollow
1: verbiage Uh, Next up I'm interested to see What your thoughts are On this one Uh, Number five In the relevant magazine Top ten words To get out of the the church Slippery slope (laughs) Slippery slope Uh, It it goes It's like saying You're not wrong But you're almost wrong
0: (laughs) I haven't Slippery slope Is not one that I hear At all um, I've, i I hear it like in regular life. Like it's it, like, Oh yeah, too. it's a slippery slope. You know, yeah. it's
1: a real slippery slope, but not like in See, church. To, to me, that I wouldn't I,
0: associate that with a church. Me word. either. Uh, if, no. if it had been backslidden, that I think would have been more appropriate. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and this was brought up, I should say who, who suggested them. That one was, was suggested by Miss Beth Moore herself. So, I mean, wow. there you go of, uh, of women's Bible study fame. Uh, now. I'm trying to think. I mean, I can see it being like overused in like our super conservative Baptist church, like, "Oh, wearing jeans is a slippery slope to doing drugs," or you know, like that kind of thing, like whatever.
0: <laughs> right. You know,
1: you know, going to the movies,
0: Uh-oh. playing Xbox. Uh,
1: yikes! Slippery slope. <clears throat> this yeah. one, number four, is a real trigger for me. Of like a real gross thing people say, mm. talking about your smoking hot wife as a youth pastor. Has that ever been so? Well, that's, a,
2: that's a whole sentence. It's not a
1: it's- smoke, smoking hot wife, smoking hot wife. Okay, okay, now are you familiar with that concept? Well, I'm familiar well, with the, the concept, concept of, of having
2: women, a smoking hot, hot wife.
1: Of- <laughs> the idea is like a pastor or youth pastor is always like, Listen, I was out with my wife, she's a smoking hot wife. Like, have you guys ever heard that? No, that no, seems inappropriate. inappropriate. It is, uh, but I've Don't heard you before. agree with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on right look at her. like tell like, me how hot my wife is <laughs> <laughs> yeah got it. guys
0: hello guys hello come on is that, this thing on it it feels like you're promoting it that just that just feels while it may be true that just feels wrong like it i think i think the concept is like
1: i'm so happy with my wife i think it's a thing that you get like young youth pastors they'll be bragging up their smoking hot wives like and you know, I'm glad that you think that, but like, it's a, it's a kind of, just say that you love your wife. Like it, yeah. I, it grosses me out. Yeah. I have heard it in the wild before.
0: Oh um, man. So
1: There you go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty gross. That was number four. We still have three to go. Oh, good. Um The next one is, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner.
0: Okay. Uh, Thoughts. Uh, that I usually lead with that when I see someone backslidden. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Love you, hate what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I I get it, and you know what? It's it's true. We don't hate people, and and yeah. but we, we're labeled as hating that if if we don't agree with someone's actions, that that yeah. scripture would classify as sin, or God would classify as sin. We get seen as you know that we hate them, and yeah. and I'm not saying that we've always done it right because we certainly haven't. But um, there's got to be a, there's got to be a better way. So the hard thing is what like the concept's not, the, the con- like, not wrong. Right. But but right? Com- Communication's everything.
1: Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a great way to, to really, it's funny because I still remember when I lived in Ottawa working at Blockbuster, I had a conversation with one of my coworkers and that's kind of the thing she knew of Christianity. She's like, Oh, they say love the sinner, hate the sin. And that's awful. I was like, I've never heard of that before. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, don't disagree with it, but yeah, I can see how that's not a great look. Um, although not that we're supposed to be 100, you know, concerned with looks, but uh, yeah. Oh, well, I think it's a little, a little
0: dated. You gonna make it, Andrew? <sighs> Pull through, bro. We have two more. Uh, next up is Love On. Oh, gross! Move on.
1: No. Okay. I next got. N- up, all right. Let's get. The- you I d- heard of that one. I got. Have you have, have you that heard one. that one though? No. He's oh. got
2: a love on him. Oh. Just gotta love oh, he that right now. He's got a love yeah. on him. He's oh. got love
1: on him. Yeah. Yeah. But, they, but they, they were saying it needs to go because it sounds real bad. Uh, next up, let's unpack this. Number oh. one, let's unpack this. I actually don't <laughs> hate let's unpack this, for the record. I mean, maybe you guys have overheard it more.
0: Th- that doesn't feel uh, necessarily churchy. Yeah, I, to I've a, I've definitely heard it, and I'm sure, in fact, I've used it. But it doesn't yeah, feel it it doesn't feel like a Christianese type of thing.
1: No, I have mean, a professor used to use it all the time, and like in the perfect way. Like someone would say something, he's like, "Unpack that for me. What do you mean?" And then not like angry, but it was I. Yeah, I have nothing against mm. Let's unpack this. So there you go. Those are some of the the top ones uh, that could go. Um, so yeah, there was a little conversation there. There were definitely some. The smoking hot wife can go. Love on can go. Slippery slope, not really a deal. Lean in. That seemed to be real triggering for Brad.
0: Hate uh, that. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. Uh, I won't grumble. I will, I won't grumble. I will not grumble, but man, I don't like that. Yeah. So there you go. Next. It's you.
1: Oh no, I gotta get back in my other document. It's just the shutting us down thing, right?
0: Yeah, we're at it. All
1: right. Last time I tried to go off script, I got in trouble. So I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, So you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. If you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OH club. And of course, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we would love a five star rating. And we'll even read it on the air as long as you don't say anything inappropriate, like love on. (laughs)
2: <laughs> not Oxford. only that but you can send your questions to us at oxfordholyclub.com you can browse our merch as it comes available and much more
0: and ladies and gentlemen as you are fully aware because we say it every week we don't pay to advertise so that any growth we have comes from you sharing us with others so click that share button on facebook and until next time keep spiritually fit and have fun and press in <laughs> oh gross